I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's match day. It's no normal match day. Is it a normal match day? I don't think any game is normal this season for Union, let's be honest <laughs> about it. Um, but as I was telling you off, off the podcast, that the anticipation has grown quite a lot in the last week. 
Has it crept up on you a bit? Yeah, it has. Well, because for the last week, we've been focused on Bayern Munich away. And then we played in the cup game against Freiburg on Tuesday, which we won. First time in six years in the last 16. So oh, okay. it's quite an achievement. So really, it's only been since like Wednesday where we've actually thought, oh my God, we're playing a Hertha game. First Bundesliga derby between the two teams. Of course, it's not the first derby between any team in Berlin or whatever, but um, it's certainly caught the attention of the city, that's for sure, which is quite unusual for Berlin. Yeah, I suppose it's a bit like London in that sense. You think of London that has like 10 professional teams, but you could quite go, happily go about your life in London and not notice that there's any football because it's a genuine global metropolis. It's exactly the same in Berlin. My impression was always that football never really caught the psyche of a city like Berlin. Whereas if you go to okay, even Munich or Dortmund or whatever, it's like one club city where everyone lives and breathes that club. In Berlin, there are teams, and it does have a huge history. Berlin, Berlin's football goes all the way back before the war, and it was like one of the first cities to catch on to football. But really, in the last, so, so it's really ever since the wall came down, um, you've had one team that's been quite dominant without having that much success, and without really capturing the imagination of the people. I think the stadium's a big part of it um, for Hertha. Um, but in the last couple of years, Union's become a almost like a fairy tale story, just because of the fact that it's an underdog story essentially. And now you have a situation where, I mean, certainly if you look through the press in the last couple of days, I mean, you're getting like seven, eight, nine, ten pages on this game, which I think for a general Bundesliga game is quite unusual. Yeah, and I suppose like when you talk about a sort of gap in the hearts of football fans for a, a football story in Berlin, um, there is an opportunity, isn't there, for, for Union? Because, funnily enough, writing my column for the Guardian about the Bundesliga you'll always get people going why didn't you mention this why didn't you write about my team which is normal I, I totally get that no one ever does that about Hertha really because they're a club that is a big club with a big stadium but they've struggled to capture the imagination and really raise people's spirits and the Union story is is way different, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, especially a lot of the sort of off-field things about Union are quite curious to, I think, international people. You have the Christmas carols in December, which has gone on now for, what, 15, 16, 17 years. Um, you have the fact that fans were donating blood to the to the state, the state were giving them money, and then they were donating the money to the club. The fans built their own stadium. I mean, there's... I, 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 can't really, I don't really want to compare it to other clubs because um, it's not really an only one thing to compare yourself to Dortmund or Schalke or whatever, right? But a lot of the off few things I think really unique to Union. I, I don't think you can come to an Union game and just think, oh my God, we've got 90 minutes of a game here. Everything else that's going around, the stadium, the, the standing sections, how close it is to the pitch, the beer, cheapest in the league, all of these things are just... I, that is important. It's really important, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were celebrating top of the league for the cheapest beer, so I think that might be the achievement of the season so far, but I mean... The only one thing I think is just a, a totally complete story. Obviously, it's hard to ignore the east-west thing. I mean, I, I know it's the it's the done thing to say, ah, uh, you know, you have two two clubs in one city. But I mean, if you look at Union as a club, it's getting its support largely from the east, and Hertha's without doubt largely getting its support from the west. And that crossover hasn't really happened yet. I don't know how that will develop in the next 15, 20 years when Union has a bigger stadium, Union has more members than Hertha, how that dynamic will play out. 
I mean, Hertha are still trying to get a new stadium themselves. And I think, like you say, one of the big things about them not capturing the imagination is the stadium. They get 40, 45,000 people every week. I mean, they've played in the Champions League. They've played in European competitions. But for some reason, there's just something maybe not there that is attractive, like Mönchengladbach or St. Pauli. noticeable isn't it in a, in a league where it's really all about atmosphere it's all really about like adrenaline proximity to the crowd they're kind of fettered by the fact that you know to fill that stadium is an enormous effort and it's not really a football stadium it's a long way from the pitch now it's very opposite here I had this feeling when I got off the tram on the way here and of course I did think about reunification as well because they had a stack of free magazines on the on the tram and David Hasselhoff was on the front of, of them so obviously looking for freedom has been playing in my head ever, ever since but when you come and it's very clearly set in the forest isn't it just as it's described the stadium and you come round the corner the, the first thing I thought when I saw the front of the stadium was Millantor I thought St Pauli and I guess there's a little bit of a parallel there isn't it because Union's part of a sort of counterculture really which I guess is speaking to more and more fans in in the modern times I mean it's obviously difficult for me to sort of explain what Union was like when the wall was up because I didn't live through it I didn't experience it well you weren't born were you? yeah exactly yeah Um, but the impression I get is that it wasn't like the club was you know explicitly trying to be resistance you know it wasn't trying to you know be against the state but I think if you were if you were someone who was young quite curious into maybe things that were not normal for East Germany then you'd probably go and watch Union because it was a different way of expressing that sort of freedom and that kind of sort of wildness let's say um, it's a good comparison to St Pauli I mean obviously politically the two clubs you know, Union is not a political club but people sure. don't come to the games and are there for politics but I think what's really interesting about the two is I think what you have is like two interesting clubs but I think the fans of both clubs are like way more important to the club than any other club do you know what I mean I think St Pauli fans only one fans I think it goes way beyond just coming up for 90 minutes you see the way that the fans here are so engaged in everything the club does they're but participants they're not just spectators yeah, that's, a good, that's a good word participants yeah exactly if you, I mean if, you, if you're a fan of I don't know Augsburg or Nuremberg or whatever this, this day-to-day engagement with the club doesn't really exist I mean fans, the club wouldn't exist without those supporters exactly yeah I mean it doesn't really have to be something that exists now every day but like you know builders and joiners and plumbers all donating all their time to build their own stadium how can it not be the clubs you know how can it not be how can it not be um, the fans being something that's way more important than just turning up for a match day so you've been working here for over two years now and obviously expectations have changed uh, the journey of the club has is, is, is changed. You look back to those early days when you first started working here and c- 
Had you ever expected this and what did you expect? I was told it was going to happen and then in the first season we almost got relegated to the third division <laughs> so I was kind of worried that it wasn't going to work out. Um, I mean, I, I've seen a lot of things going to games, I've experienced a lot of things but the... The experience of the club getting promoted, that playoff game was something that I don't think really will be topped. Um, and we made such a hard job of it. We went like six games without winning and you go to Stuttgart and it's like, oh my God, we've got no chance in the playoffs. We just missed the automatic promotion. Because the, the, the team that's third in the Bundesliga's fight very rarely gets promoted yeah, yeah. through the relegation yeah. promotion playoffs. I think it might have been two or three in the last maybe 15 years that had gone promoted. And the last game at home was just so nerve-wracking. Like, you go into I think Union held their own for like 80 minutes and then it was just like backs to the wall panic stations um, but the scenes that the scenes that day were just incredible I mean people around you were crying I mean I'm not not, not exaggerating that people around you were just crying because it was such a, an incredible thing um, did I I mean I don't, I don't think I expected it but I think um, the club isn't going about its business like it's wanting to be a second Bundesliga club the club's going about its business like it wants to be a Bundesliga club the club's target by I think 2021 or something is to be one of the top 20 teams in Germany established it's going to have a bigger stadium it's going to have a training academy so I think internally the ambitions of the club are probably a lot higher than what it is externally but of course thinking towards the future and thinking we want to do those things and actually experiencing them and carrying them out is, is a different thing isn't it I mean it's, it's like you said like going to going to Bayern last week the first win of the season being against Dortmund I mean there must be like, it, it feels to, to me looking from the outside for you there must be like jaw dropping moments almost every week at the moment yeah there is and the crazy thing is that when we play at the Artifest Eye the home stadium we have a chance against anyone like it's such a it's such an odd thing in football that you know you think Borussia Dortmund you look at the players they have uh, I think they lined up with like Sancho, Royce and Brandt all on the same team Alcacer was playing also and you're thinking how how is this team not winning 3 or 4-0 but football is weird you know and uh, you have these moments also against Freiburg who I think up until that point were one of the best teams in the league they were top six at this point um, Marius Bilter scores from 35 yards and all of a sudden the atmosphere changes and it's a totally different game and I think that's the kind of it's, I, I would probably compare it to every game being a cup tie essentially um, but Union is probably not going into every game thinking we're the favourites to win or we are favoured against better opposition but when push comes to shove they can hold their own and I think that's that's probably what's going to be their saving grace at the end of the day or our saving grace I should say yes, <laughs> yeah, yes our, um, our saving grace at the end of the day because away games it's really hard going into a lot of these games Bundesliga this year has actually a lot of teams who are title contenders you know this year I think above all else in the last maybe 10 years there's 5 or 6 teams that are playing really good football Leipzig Gladbach Wolfsburg Bayern Dortmund yeah, then you add in Schalke and Frankfurt and Cologne and all these teams I mean it's really it's really hard to expect Union to go to these places and get results um, and what's also interesting and I think it says a lot about the Union mentality is that the fans will support their team regardless of the result so even if even if worst comes to the worst Union got relegated something we noticed on the opening day wasn't it against Leipzig yeah, yeah, yeah I mean I think this is something that I'm not sure will be a particularly sad moment because Union fans will look at it as okay well if you look at the last 30 years of Union history how many setbacks how many barriers how many 
obstacles that have been in their way and yet they've overcome it and I think even if they went down perhaps even with a bigger stadium next time they would come back up a much stronger team and I think now the experience of just being in those big sort of high pressure moments is, is quite a good thing comes to projecting that personality internationally you're, you're part of that as soon as the game starts today you'll be a part of that and that's something that Bundesliga clubs do very well isn't it sort of don't they're, they're not they're not faceless you don't get the impression that it's just a, a corporate voice I mean what sort of response have you felt in the English speaking world to Union not just this season but during the promotion push last season even last season in the second Bundesliga we still had a lot of interest from the UK so it wasn't just like yeah we get promoted and all of a sudden this interest comes organically we were getting that interest anyway and uh, we have I, I think it might be something like 100 110 members outside of Germany so it's not just even the UK we're getting people from Denmark from Sweden Finland every week and I always wonder what is it that what is it that possesses people to spend so much money so much time to travel across Europe to go and watch a team that they are not associated by because of their locality or because of their father or mother or whatever and I think it's really hard to it's really hard to explain the fact that you come here it's the same people it's the the same sort of atmosphere every game people drink in the same pubs tradition is the word I'd probably use but I think it's just more of a community and people feel really part of that I think it's a really underrated thing that a lot of clubs you know are obviously marketing internationally and it's now a, a digital experience it's now about TV it's now about not really having that personal connection but here that's completely different we have a totally different mentality on that you know the players are always happy to sign autographs we have open training sessions where you know the players will spend you know, half an hour signing autographs on the training camps the fans and the players will drink and eat together they'll have karaoke together it's, it's such a bizarre thing but I think I think for a lot of people probably in the UK they're looking at it thinking oh I wish my club was like that and I don't want to say that German football is better than the UK, but I, I do feel that Union does sort of represent the kind of values that British football and particularly lower league British football used to stand for quite a long time ago. When the teams do finally come out at 6.30 local time today, how do you think it'll feel? Um, I mean, for me, I'll be relaxed. I mean, I'll be re I'm always relaxed when it comes to the games. That's the spirit. Uh, I know, I know, yeah. You'll be the only one, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm the Scrooge when it comes to that sort of thing. Um, but it, it does feel like, if even even being around the stadium now, the stadium being opened so much earlier than normal. Like we normally we open the stadium an hour and a half before kickoff. The stadium's been open since four o'clock. People have been coming in, and 
the stadium will be full by the team the, by the time the players come out for the warm-ups. So it's going to be interesting, and it'll be interesting to see if it's going to pass off without any issues or how that's going to work out. But I mean, any only on home games a special experience, and hopefully it's three points this time because we've had a couple of near misses in the last few in the last few months. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
und hier direkt der Hinweis an den Gästeblock, das Abbrennen pyrotechnische Erzeugnisse ist im Stadion einer alten Försterei nicht gestattet. Bitte unterlasst das, ihr gefährdet euch und die Austragung des Spiels. Können wir für Union. Off the post. Though it looks like it was maybe offside anyway. time and no score which is pretty normal because it was kind of tense not a lot of chances but I really do want to see that manual scoreboard working interested to see how it works it looks rather precarious that the manners might have to lurch out the window to change the score obviously I don't want to see any injuries but yeah keen to see it work at first hand Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The announcer taking it in turns to tell off the home fans and the away fans for pyro. Just the smell of smoke and the sight of smoke all over the pitch. stop the game for a second das ist nicht euer Ernst oder Führung aufs Spielfeld Mann 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 nochmal der Hinweis an den Gästeblock das Abbrennen pyrotechnische Erzeugnisse ist nicht gestattet gefährdet euch die Austragung des Spiels und die Gesundheit aller Spieler auf dem Platz. Bitte unterlasst das. You can see very little on the pitch at the moment. The game has stopped. It looks as if Denis Aitakin might be taking the players off for a little minute certainly taking the opportunity to stop and have a drink but, yeah, visibility is very poor in front of the Union goal
from the away section onto the pitch and this time Itekin is leading the players off the pitch. Either of the first time either of these teams have got up ahead of steam, really. Union just starting to push in these last couple of minutes. And when Hertha do get the ball out, they're coming straight back at them. Extra bit of pace in in midfield as well. Cheers as it's time for Sebastian Polter to come on. The feeling that Union want to win this game, but maybe they don't have the edge to do so, and maybe he can provide it. Referee's pointed to the spot. He's going miles over the top from Gentner. His teammates wanted him to cross it in. Seems to get taken down as the ball went over. Biat is very unhappy. Atkin obviously is tapping his ear. So we'll see if it really is a penalty. They had two at Bayern last week. Union scored one, missed one. is waiting to take the pressure pen of all pressure pens not knowing whether it's going to be a pen or not and Itakin's going over to have a look it 
It is a pen. So now, as we said, Poulter has had to wait, I know, three, three and a half minutes to take this. He's been standing on his own, just holding the ball for that time. And that's him versus Yarstein. the goalkeeper's down way way deep into stoppage time his teammates just wanted to get up just so they can see the match out they can't be long left now some players that had um, heavy legs of course you know it's not easy to play uh, 120 minutes but uh, but yeah I don't think it's, it is an excuse you know uh, for us uh, we, we, we're all here we work hard we, we, we came here with the, the ambition to win the game and to play well you know and uh, we lost the game and we didn't play well you know so um, for us it's, um, it's a hard one to take how difficult were the conditions you had a very hostile crowd of course and you had a few stoppages to the game which kind of helped your rhythm um yeah, well, I think uh, as a football player, you know, um, when it comes to the atmosphere, of course, the atmosphere was good. But it was good for us to play, you know. We cannot take it as an excuse. Uh, 
uh, uh, we cannot say that the, the we didn't play well because of the atmosphere. You know, that's not the case. Uh, uh, then, yeah, about the, the stoppage line, I mean, because of uh, all the stuff on the pitch, that can happen, you know. Neither, uh, I don't think that's the, that's the reason either, you know. I think uh, when it comes to the football plan and what we've done, uh, we haven't played well, you know, and that's, that's it, you know. I was hoping to meet some Hertha fans afterwards to get their reaction. Uh, it was quite a police operation to get them to leave separately. So I wasn't able to meet up with them outside first arrive as I wanted to or as they wanted to. So instead, Marcel, who was here at the game in the away end, has very, very kindly WhatsApp voice messaged me in... A little nod to our bedfellow, Set Meals. Thinking of you, Sam. So the beginning of the week, I was awaiting this game. Um, um, having in mind that we have the hard cup game on Wednesday against Dynamo, uh, which took all, um, yeah, all power from the team today but that's another thing um, so from yesterday on so Friday uh, I was counting counting the hours until this game because it that's the game I was waiting for all the time um, and the atmosphere on the stands today was good um, excluding the Rockets which I don't um, understand which I don't really like pyrotechnic is okay um, as long as it stays in the stands itself um, in the first half time it was a good start in the second half time it uh, it gone better um, yeah I can understand everything uh, everyone that is yeah disappointed about the game itself um, but at least I think the atmosphere was, yeah, more more or less great. Uh, we did well against the atmosphere that Onion uh, gave us. Uh, at least it was a good perform performance from both sides on. So how was your day? Ah, it was a perfect day. Uh, woke up in the morning, it was still sunshine in Berlin, um, but, <laughs> but a little warmer um, than the last days. Um, and yeah, I mean, still it is. To play Bundesliga at all is, is, is quite exciting. To play the derby in, in Berlin is, uh, is really big. It was already in the, in the second tier. Mm. And uh, yeah, I've been here already uh, about 12, because it's like, you can't sit at home and just wait for the match to come. Yeah? So, <laughs> so just went here to, um, to do the last stuff uh, to organize around the match. And, and yeah, well, um, if you win it in the end, then uh, it's all worth it. So, uh, yeah, I feel very good today. So you were saying you got a, a, a taste for it in Bundesliga 2. Did playing those games in the second tier, which were obviously huge occasions for, I guess, for Hertha as well. Um, did that make you want to come up to the top flight and face them here even more absolutely because uh, it's like we 
for us it's it's a much better situation if we uh, if it's our own achievement mm. you know because we performed pretty good in the second tier so yeah. we got promoted and we got the derby it's it's better than waiting for someone else to perform badly and yeah. and, and coming down and uh, so yeah that, that, that's, that feels much much better uh, it, it was already great in the second tier of course yeah because because all the all the fixtures before had been like friendly or testing matches and, uh, and stuff like that so to to be in the same competition is good and to be in the best competition is really exciting so what was the atmosphere like around the staff this week not the players but the staff the people <laughs> who you work with day to day what, yeah. what was what was the what was the vibe you got as the week went on yeah well um it's like that you know the the players are professional football players and yeah the the, the connection is is pretty good here but mm. but for the for most of the employees it's even more mm. the players have to be a uh, a great heart on a match day but a, they have to be cool in the head as well we as yeah. as employees of course we have to do our job on the match day but it's like mostly all of us here are our fans as well so uh, we've been really really on the way this week looking forward to to the kickoff time you know and uh, and uh, yeah ev everyone was somehow you know kind of it was somehow drizzling you know we are we are we're having daily lunch together so and you could feel it the whole week okay this is gonna be special this Saturday and yeah it's, it's it feels now really good I'm looking forward to who's coming on Monday <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, we definitely have in Sunday off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, uh, we, we will have Sunday off. Ex except my media team, we have we have to do the very nice job to tell about all this, yeah. <laughs> which is nice, which is really nice. But uh, yeah, uh, everyone else is going to have a, a Sunday off. I guess it's going to be a long night in Copenhagen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's going out tonight and celebrating this this uh, derby win yeah. well like you said everyone was really ready for it i mean i, I came to the stadium a, a, a couple of hours before there's a huge queue of people yeah. just waiting to get in like tapping their watches Ex exactly exactly and and even w without selling beer today you know <laughs> due, due to security reasons it was yes. like uh, alcohol free beer today uh, anyway uh, yeah we open two hours uh to kick off and uh, and everyone showed up like okay two and a half or three hours before so maybe because of the traffic situation around the stadium because you had two big fan um, parties marching to the stadium and uh, everyone's from Berlin today so um, no one else just arriving an hour before everyone's coming around so you 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 make sure you're 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 in the right in time now I know fans in Germany are largely not huge supporters of VAR especially in the mm -hmm. stadium mm -hmm. but in this very situation did add to the tension it did add to the drama a little bit <laughs> didn't it? I, I know I know but but it's it's uh, the, the the nice thing you know our our own fan scene is uh, is clearly positioning themselves against the VAR uh, because of the experience it provides in the stadium yeah exactly uh, and and they they still do even if we got so far many decisions for us yeah um so even when we got the penalty in munich 
out of, out of the blue, no one had seen anything, you know, uh, and you get a penalty, uh, they still put up their banner that they are against that. So that, that it's nice to see that, that they, they are, you know... It's on principle, it's not biased it's towards a, your team. Exactly, it's a principle, it's not your personal best that, yeah. you, that you put in focus only, but the whole football experience. So that's the most important thing, especially in the stadium, because it's always an interruption and everyone's confused, like, okay, what's going on now, you know? Um, yeah, well, but, but still, yeah, it, it was adding the little, the cherry on the, on the you know, on, on the cake today. <laughs> you could tell when Sebastian Polter was on the, the touchline, he was ready. He was leaning into the pitch before he was allowed on, wasn't he? I know, absolutely. He's, he's the great guy. He, he, he's, he's the type of guy who wants to, to carry the world on his shoulders, you know. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and if you see him, he's a, he's a giant man, you know, massive <laughs> legs and arms and all that stuff. So, um, um, yeah, I, I, I like him doing that, you know, and he's... A, he's a, He's not afraid of anything. He, he's got a hard season so far because he didn't start yet in, in, the, in the starting eleven. So um, it's hard for him. He wants. He, he loves the club. He, he loves the people here, and he, he wants to put in whatever he can. And still, he has to prove himself. Has to wait. Has, has to be patient. He had to be patient today. Mm. But he came on the pitch. He was on fire straight away. His first mm. situation was like you know taking a long ball. Uh, running to the corner saving it and yeah and then he he takes it and and even if the the keeper has the right corner his his shot was like powerful so you could yeah. keep it season been emotional for you guys because obviously the first game against Leipzig where you had all the the, the, the pictures of the departed that was that was pretty emotional yeah. and then week after week after week you have the win over Dortmund then you have the first trip to Bayern and yeah. you give them a game yeah. and then you have this how do you how do you cope <laughs> oh that's a good question you know it uh, well if we focus on on everything around it was great from the very first moment you know you mentioned that Leipzig game um, I guess for the players on the pitch it was all too much it was the very first Bundesliga match yeah. it was the protest against the Leipzig structure yes. um, it was the remembrance of the the dead Union fans yes. with, the, with the pictures it was all too much and then we we got um, got the, that uh, 0-4 defeat against Leipzig and yeah. And actually, I, I, after this match, I thought, oh my God, I hope it's, it's not going to be like this every week. Yeah. Because it, it looked like a different kind of sport, you know. Mm. Um, but then it was very helpful to, to go straight away to Augsburg was the, was the second match. And, and you met a team where I would say like, ah, okay, they're somehow the same like us. Mm. You know, it's not like... Worlds apart. Yeah, not worlds apart. Against Leipzig, it was worlds apart. So we, 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 we took a point from, from Augsburg, then we beat Dortmund on, on a very glorious night. So, yeah. um, and then we had four defeats in a row. Uh, so after, after, after the Dortmund win, we, 
we didn't get a point in uh, uh, not one single point in the whole month of September and um, and we still kept calm you know because it was like we've, we've all been very focused on the on the point that that we always said okay we want to qualify for the hardest competition in German football and we did and we celebrated that like there's no tomorrow but tomorrow came we yeah. prepared for the season and we started and and now we see ah the hardest competition in German football is pretty hard yeah. no surprise yeah. so we have to take it you know uh, what, what, we, what we see is that the team learns a lot very quickly and we got a head coach with Os Fischer I don't know he's the the the, the the person that that keeps everything together and uh, and he's got a plan mm. you see that on the pitch now yeah and and for today's match it was like i never had the feeling we will lose it i i, th I already thought we might not win it yeah, yeah. It, 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 we, mo we we had missed then three very uh, important points but um i never had the feeling that we lose it because it was we we controlled the match you know yeah. so um yeah, that feels good. Even the, the you know to reach the third round in the cup. Yeah. So in an away game against the third in the table for the first time in ages. Yeah. So very good now. Yeah. And and uh, it's like all right, we are in the league, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Feels good. So how do you and the other staff? keep alive the spirit of the club because now you're in a more commercial setting than before people all over the world like fans who maybe only know Bayern and Dortmund and a couple more teams they're sitting in their living rooms in India in Australia in England in Spain watching Union Berlin games yeah. so how do you keep the spirit of the club alive <laughs> when you're in that new setting well most important thing is we ourselves are the same persons like last year or the years sure. before. So uh, this is important because um, we always told ourselves if we don't change, we all won't change, you know. Mm. And it's like, yeah, of course, we, uh, we see the, the interest, the media coverage from all over the world, which, which is nice because um, what, what we do is we try to um, live our idea of football. Even and share your passions so and share your values to a wider we, audience. We live our idea of football in, in modern football surroundings. Mm. What, what we see is the Bundesliga itself does not come to us and say, okay, right, nice that you are here now, but you have to do this, this and that. Mm. Uh, they come here and say, okay, uh, we need 10 more camera positions. All right, <laughs> that's no problem. So, but they don't say, okay, play this music, uh, wave that flag or anything like mm. that. So. Um, what we, we experience that we are welcome with, with our unique history and, and, and presence. Yes. And, uh, and we actually enjoy that we can show the world um, our way of football. We don't say, we don't, we, we don't go around like, listen, it's the only way. It's our way. Yes. We, we don't mind if, if someone else finds another way. Okay, that's cool. But it's our way. If you like it, nice. Take a look. <laughs> Finally, how does today compare with Stuttgart a couple of months ago? <laughs> um, well, Stuttgart was was a pressure. It was really a pressure because from after the away game when we uh, we had a bigger a pressure than this. Yes, yeah. because from the kickoff on, there was something to lose because we had the because you had the away goal. We had the away goals. It was two two away. 
So you have kickoff, it's nil nil, so you are in the Bundesliga. And any crooked ball in the very last moment could have been the end of our dreams. So that was high pressure. For the derby, you know, in the, in the last weeks or in the last days, there, were, there have been lots of stories about is it artificial, is it, is it a tradition? No, it's not. We, we've been friends 30 years ago, now it's kind of a rivalry. In the end, you see, even today, both sides do not care too much about each other. It's great to win it and it feels really good tonight, yeah? But in the end, it was more important to reach the Bundesliga. We would have enjoyed the Bundesliga even if Hertha wasn't in there, you yes. know? Uh, so Stuttgart was much more pressure because we, we had to defend from the first minute on that, that we don't lose the, the Bundesliga. Today, it was like, all right, you guys on the pitch, you could be the first ones to win a derby against Hertha BSC in a competition, you know? And uh, the, the derbies before, we had a draw and a defeat at home, and we had a draw and a win away. So there was something left, and, and the guys did it today. Well, congratulations. Go and get yourself a beer. Yeah, thank you very much. I will do now. Just had the very unusual sight of uh, the party obviously kicking off at Union with poor old Gerardo de Rosen uh, coming out of presumably uh, doping control as all his other teammates have left already and having a walk through uh, calling the gang on the way to the car. Such is Derby defeat. a Stakhanov production. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. 
Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.